Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,460. There's always a reason to smile. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I am revved up and so excited to share with you today a very special guest calling in from Irvine, California, Tiffany Marie Lewis. Tiffany Marie Lewis is a National Porsche Club of America driving instructor, primarily racing autocross circuits and track events. She is the first female to be awarded Instructor of the Year for the Porsche Club of America Orange Coast region. Back in 2017 and 18, she earned first place wins in the PCA OCR Autocross Series for her class in 2015, 16, 17, and 18. What a role. She has been a guest judge for the annual Steve McQueen Car Show, an event I've been to, which is pretty cool, an instructor at California Festival of Speed, and has appeared in a variety of publications and commercial spots for various companies and organizations. Tiffany's goal is to share her passion for cars, racing, education, art, and culture with today's youth and encourage and inspire more enthusiasm and diversity among the car community. I'll be back in just a minute to talk with Tiffany, but first, let's hear a word from our valued Cars Yeah sponsors. Winter's here and things can get a little messy. Rain, snow, salt, mud, dirt, and everything Mother Nature comes up with can hurt the finishes of your vehicles, both inside and out. I'm not worried, though, because I've used Covercraft car covers on my rides since 1975. Today, Covercraft offers you a total solution to vehicle protection. They make the best-fitting, finest-made car covers in the world and offer a wide variety of materials, colors, and options that protect your paint and the interior, too. Live where it's sunny all the time? Lucky. Covercraft dash covers and sunscreens are the best. Got pets? Messy kids? Messy in-laws? Or just messy friends? Covercraft seat covers are the perfect fit and the perfect solution for keeping your seats looking new. And don't forget their custom fit floor mats and trunk liners. They are a must-have for all your vehicles. Your cars, trucks, van, or whatever you drive will say thank you. And I've got a deal for you. During January 2020, you can get 10% off plus free shipping on all Covercraft products. That's right. Go to Covercraft.com and use the code YEAH120. That's Y-E-A-H-120 at checkout. That's Covercraft.com and use the code YEAH120 at checkout. Edelbrock has been the name in automotive performance since 1938. Edelbrock designs and builds thousands of the finest automotive performance products right here in the USA for both street and track. From their AVS2 carburetors to V6 superchargers, if it's more power you crave, Edelbrock delivers. Let's talk superchargers. Whether it's an application-specific system or a universal fit, their precision-made assemblies come in multiple stages for a wide variety of makes and models. Their V6 superchargers are dyno-tested and ensure the perfect fit and maximum horsepower torque Plus added boost. You'll get huge power gains. I mean huge power gains. Quality construction you can trust and backed by decades of knowledge, Edelbrock is a brand that provides you with proven performance. And I've got a deal for you. This January 2020, you can get 10% off, 10% off if you use the code CARSYEAH at checkout. Just go to edelbrock.com and use CARSYEAH, all one word, at checkout and get 10% off. Tell them Mark at CARSYEAH sent you. That's edelbrock.com, checkout code 
Cars, yeah, for your 10% off. All right, Tiffany, hello and welcome to Cars, yeah. Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely. All right, so good to have you here. So, Tiffany, uh, say hello to the Cars, yeah, audience. Tell them just a little bit about yourself before I jump into the questions. And uh, I have one more question for you before we get rolling. All right. Hi, everyone. Uh, Mark, thank you so much for having me. I am so excited to be here. What a great introduction. I'm a little shy of hearing it all in a roll like that, but it's been an amazing ride since I started racing. Uh, my life is full, friends and family. My son, we just get to do so many fun things. We get to share our lives. We get to hopefully inspire. And I'm just really excited to talk more about that with you today. It's very cool. Your son must think he has like the coolest mom ever. Uh you would think. I told him yesterday, <laughs> honey, tomorrow I'm doing a, a radio interview. And he just said, oh, all right. That's cool. <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> cool. mom. Yeah, what's yeah. for dinner tonight? Yeah. Exactly. Well, well, that's kind of fun. Yeah, it's interesting when you do these fun things. I used to raise vintage cars, and my son was quite young back then. He was probably like five, six, seven, eight, and I raced for about 12 years. And yeah, the first years, he thought it was pretty cool. And then it was like, hey, you want to come to the track and help me today? And no, nah, not really, Dad. <laughs> so it's like, maybe if I said you want to jump in the car and drive, but he was a little too young for that. But uh any rate, I understand. Well, tell our listeners before I ask the first question here, what is something that most people may not know about? Gosh, uh one of the things that most people don't know is that I've traveled to approximately 30 countries. Wow. And I love traveling. It's been a great passion. I've been very blessed. My son, by the time he was six, had a passport full of eight stamps. Um, and it's just an amazing thing to be able to uh, experience different cultures, interact with people who are who are different, but ultimately the same. It's really wonderful. Yeah. You know, this is an important thing. And I'm so happy that you've been able to do this. We were lucky to send our kids abroad when they're in, in school, high school, to do some studying overseas. And they came back, not radically different people, but having such a better viewpoint about the world and people than they ever could have had and appreciation for what they have here uh, in this country, but also an appreciation for other cultures and other people. Uh, it's such an important thing. I always tell people, if you ever have a chance to travel anywhere, stop what you're doing and take it because you may not get that chance again, but you've got one one lucky son. Well, listen, as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote or a mantra. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tire smoking here on Cars Yeah. Tiffany, you are a great driver. I know you love to drive, so take the wheel. I have two, actually. One, I say to my son every morning when he gets out of the car to go to school, and it's have fun, learn a lot, and he replies with be kind. So it just sets the tone. Uh, the other one, honestly, it's there's always a reason to smile. We have that right when you come up to our front door. That's what's on the outside. And I think it's really important because it helps us get through the hard times when it's not a great day. Um, and my son just has an abundance of, as you said, positivity. When you're positive, when you already know what you're thankful for, it's a lot easier to get through the things that the hardships that come on through life. Oh. Yeah. And how old is your son, if I may ask? He's eight. He'll be nine eight. in May. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Well, he's a very fortunate young guy. Um, You know, we used to have a saying with our kids and they got so used to it when they would leave the house and go do something. And that was make wise choices. Mm. 
And we would just look at them as they were leaving and they'd say, I know, I know, make wise choices. But you know what? These little things that you ingrain in your kids since they're little, they become their reality. And I love that be kind, Uh, Mm -hmm. especially these days uh, with so many people, maybe not so nice, especially on social media. I just (laughs) go, really, would you say that in front of somebody? Holy cow, that's Mm -hmm. pretty rude. So uh, that's great. I love it. What a nice way to go through life. Well, let's start off by uh, talking about what you're doing now. Now, you get to be a driving instructor. You get to race. You get to drive. What has you excited and fired up? We're into 2020 now in this new year with your driving and what you're doing. Okay. There's actually a lot going on. So I'm super excited. I've recently been asked to participate with the Brakes program. Oh, yeah. Doug's program. Doug's program. I was on the phone with him uh, at another event that I was working with, another organization called Racers Who Care. I just think they're fantastic. And I'll talk more about them. But being a driver with Brakes, I can't imagine a better way to give back to your community, to invest in our youth, to invest in our freeways and our driving and the safety of our public and to know what Doug has been through, uh, for those who don't know, he lost his two sons in a, a car accident and uh, decided to start this program to work with teenagers to teach them defensive skill, defensive driving, safe driving, and has turned this into something wonderful and in memoriam of his, of his sons and his loss. And I just can't think of a better way to celebrate that. And uh, so working with them, I'm excited to get started with that. I'm also with Racers Who Care. That's a program that takes racers and goes to different racing events, such as the Long Beach Grand Prix or the NHRA Finals, which I was just at. And we get to speak to children from underprivileged uh, situations, foster homes, uh, just lower socioeconomic areas who would never imagine that you could race as a living or even imagine having a car. I mean, some of their families, they don't have cars. And having grown up somewhat like that, we didn't have money. We were, my mom, she and dad, I mean, they both struggled. I come from a divorced family. We struggled with money. We had to live in 13 people in a two-bedroom apartment at times. Um, didn't have Christmas. Or Christmas was a dental office that adopted our family so we could have gifts sometimes. So being able to see these kids and they light up when you show them the pictures of the cars and then to be able to tell them, look, guess what? You don't have to be rich to do this. You, you can start wherever you're at in life. And here I did. You know, and then be able to share that and inspire. It's the best feeling. And then they come up to you afterwards and they have all these questions and you know, they just they just want that love and that encouragement and that hope. And so that's what I'm most excited about. Um, and along with that, I'm starting a new brand. I'm not sure the name. I have two. We've already got the websites and everything. And I've got two that I'm deciding or I want to incorporate one and then use another as a name. But I want to do something where I can have a forum where we can share these stories similar to you, except more focus on on the youth, where I get to go and I get to speak at schools, at events, and do that just no money, just so they know, just so they can see it. And I think that inspired me as a kid. It was knowing that people got out of hard situations and they 
could do something worthwhile. And so that's what I'm really excited about. And of course, my son comes with me and he speaks sometimes. And uh, it's just, it's a wonderful thing. I couldn't think of a better way to to share life. Tiffany, you give me goosebumps here <laughs> and a, a little bit of a tear in my eye too. I mean, you have figured out the secret sauce to a happy life. And I can tell you this from knowledge. I've interviewed, well, you're my 1,460th guest. I've talked to a few people over the last few years. And when you listen to what people have to share, you learn a few things if you're a good listener. And I try to be a good listener. And the thing that I've learned that's most important about life, world, who we are, is that we are at our best when we are giving back to others, whether we know it or not. And a lot of people who've been on this show, I think of Tim Medvets, who was a motorcycle builder and kind of an outlaw, was a hell's angel. He was hanging around with Cher for four years in the Hollywood life. Everything mm-hmm. was about Tim. And then he had a tragedy. And you can go back and listen to my show, you listeners that missed that show. Also, before I forget, go back and listen to Doug's show about breaks because mm-hmm. it's a heartwarming, incredible thing that he's doing. But in the case of Tim, he said, you know what? I didn't get happy in life until I realized that it wasn't about the Tim show. It was about helping others. And he started a program to help veterans who'd had uh, limbs blown off when they're at war um, and didn't think their life could go on. And he's taught them how to climb mountains. One guy climbed wow. Mount Everest, the first guy to climb Mount Everest with no legs. Wow. Think about that. Yeah, incredible. So you figured it out, Tiffany, which is pretty cool. And the fact that you're handing this down to your son, I mean, you are giving him an incredible gift, whether you know it or not, at a very young age that he'll carry forward in his life too. So kudos to you for what you're doing. And when this brand comes out and what you're doing, please let me know so that I can let my followers know so they can reach out to you and find ways to help people around them uh, that might need a helping hand. This is fantastic. I will. Let Let me ask you this. When did you realize that doing what you're doing, both giving back through racers who care and brakes and also driving, competitive driving. When did you realize that this was the right thing for you? Oh, it's been organic. I didn't Mm -hmm. wake up one day and say, I want to be a racer. I (laughs) actually really was going through a hard time in life. I had been hit by a drunk driver and it totaled my car. I was okay. But it totaled my, I had a Camaro Z28 T-Tops. I Ooh. love that car. I know. And it totaled, yeah. totaled it and uh, ended up getting a Porsche Boxster. Got a phenomenal deal. Went to my first Porsche Club meeting six years ago in a month, actually. And the guy said, hey, why don't you come out to a car control clinic? And I said, what's that? And they said, well, we'll teach you how to, how to really drive your car and use your ABS and all of that. And then they said, then there's an autocross the next day, I said, what's autocross? I said, oh, it's obstacle course racing. You will have a blast. So I said, okay. I did it. I raced my first lap. Completely had no idea what I was doing. I think I even spun out. And then <laughs> I realized- killed a few cones. I, killed, killed a few. <laughs> I think I dragged a few off the- Yeah, Through the I've timing. Yeah. And the next thing I knew, I just thought, holy smoke. This is more fun and way cheaper than therapy. Yeah. And that's really what got me hooked. <laughs> and I started. And after about a year, two years, and they asked me to become an instructor. And then the third year, fourth year became a lead instructor. And then just it just it just snowballed. And I love teaching. I almost love teaching and instructing more than than racing myself. So it's been well, wonderful. That doesn't surprise me because you're the kind of person that loves to give back. So that makes sense to me. And that's a difficult 
challenges being a driving instructor. I, as I mentioned, I've raced uh, vintage racing. I've done a lot of autocrossing, a lot of uh, track days with my local BMW Porsche club. And being the guy in the right seat or the gal, that's a harrowing position to be in. I, I don't know how you guys do it sometimes because you see some yahoos out there that think they're Mario Andretti and uh, uh, not quite. Yeah, they're not quite that good. So <laughs> I think it takes a huge amount of uh, patience and understanding uh, and wherewithal. What's the favorite thing about your driving? What do you like the most? You kind of alluded to it with teaching there, but what? why do you keep doing it? You know, when you're racing, that's all that matters. And for me, it's it's a opportunity to grow, to rest. As crazy as that sounds, you think racing would speed up the adrenaline, but my life is pretty fast paced and there's a lot of components, but you get behind the wheel and there's really only one thing that matters. You get to hone in and then the competitiveness of it and then just sharing and being in the car community and honing your skills, learning how to drive better, being able to teach somebody what they're not able to see due to experience or or their car maneuvering. And that's, it's just so much fun. And at the end of the day, just that camaraderie you build, especially in the Porsche community, I was so hesitant to jump into a Porsche club meeting. I was 30 years old, 31, you know, single ethnic minority. To be honest, I had some pretty I had some judgments and stereotypes. I thought, well, they're probably all older and rich people. How would they look at me? I'm a female. And I went to my first meeting. I was welcomed with open arms. And it's just been that way ever since. And so I would have to say it comes down as much as I love racing and love the cars. When I go to car shows now, I look at the cars. I take the pictures. But I talk to the people. I'm looking forward to that. That's my number one. And so that's probably why I continue. Well, it's why I'm doing what I'm doing. Uh, my son gave me a uh, kind of a little bit of wake up when, before I started this. I was trying to figure out something to do with myself. And he said, Dad, what do I tease you about? Every time you take me to a car show, a race, a concours, whatever, I always tease you that you can't walk by a car without stopping and talking to the owner about his or her business and their vehicle. Why don't you just do that? <laughs> and I'm like, well, how do you make a living doing that? He said, well, there's this thing called a podcast and there you go. You know, Cars Yeah was born. But I, I think it's great what you've had to say. And I'm happy. I've been a member of the Porsche Club since I was a teenager. Um, I'm a member of uh, several other car marks as well. And and the thing I've learned, too, about automobiles is they kind of breach all socioeconomic levels. You mentioned it earlier. When you're at a car show, it doesn't really matter who you are. You could be a person that scraped a few dollars together to get their first little meager car or a billionaire. Everybody is kind of on the same playing field. Yeah, there's a few outliers that maybe aren't so kind or nice, but that's life. But for the most part, the people in the car community are very willing to help. And I love to hear, and I've seen it here with a lot. I've had several other women guests here on Cars. Yeah, women are being accepted more and more. And I'm glad to see that into the car industry. Uh, into the car world, and definitely into the car club. So uh, very glad you took that step uh, a few years back. I would love for you to share a big challenge in your life or even a big failure. And this is more about the learning lesson with that situation so that maybe somebody else out there going through the same thing could learn from you and realize there is a positive way out of this tough situation. Mm -hmm. So take us there, would you? Yeah, I will tell you it's the one thing that I didn't want. 
and I still sometimes can't believe, but I got a divorce. Uh, and I think a lot of people will tell you they never imagined it, and and that's true. But it's it's so much harder than you realize, even when you're making that decision, and you you see the 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 grass is greener on the other side, um, or you think, and then you get to the other side, and you realize, holy smokes, uh, that has been, and to this day, to, to be perfectly honest, and I might get emotional, so just bear with me. But, hang in there, I'm right here with you, holding your hand. Yeah, because I might. It'll be okay. Take a little bit of of time with that one, but um, been being a single mom, and I. Unfortunately, the divorce was not because I fell out of love or because of adultery or crazy money issues. It actually was a struggle with uh, depression. And and my ex-husband was my best friend. And I think that that, uh, when I, a series of events had happened, which led me to believe that I really needed to make a decision, decision uh, when my son was young. And I did. But I still say my ex-husband is the kindest person I know. And going through that and the awfulness of it and having your children be in the middle. um, And we had a very amicable. We didn't even have lawyers. I mean, it couldn't have been more peaceful in that sense. But it didn't make it any easier. In fact, I will tell you for me, um, because I love people and I consider myself a pretty loyal person, but definitely not perfect. It was almost more gut-wrenching that there wasn't some awful reason to leave this person. And so took a few years. And I remember almost every day in my commute home, just crying out. And that was my time to, to cry before I had to come home and put on a happy face. And then dating and going through all that. And now my responsibility is to my child, but now I'm a, a 31-year-old single again. How do you manage that? How do you, uh, how do you go out on dates and, and have a social life, but yet you should be home with your child? And that, so that was all really, really hard. I learned, I would say, a lot about what I thought was black and white. It isn't. It helped me to have empathy and compassion in ways I never knew I could. And I was always a nice person. But after that, and after what I considered my failure, I think my my love for people and my desire to be better, it just grew. And I remember waking up the the Thanksgiving that would have been our ten year and ten year wedding anniversary, and I wrote a Facebook post to about my ex-husband and my son. And basically it was a commitment. It was a commitment that I wasn't able to be his wife anymore, but I was going to be the best friend I could be, the best co-parent, the best mom, and the best ex-wife anyone could ever imagine. And so ever since then, I felt more free, more forgiving of, of myself and just the situation. And we have. And it's been um, several years now, six years now, and we are, we're friends. We, we just have a very good relationship and I still, I mean, my boyfriend now, he's wonderful. He's amazing that he understands. And I still tell him, look, this is my friend. This is a person that's connected and, and he understands that. And I love him more for that. So I don't have to feel like I have to be one way in front of him and another way. And I would just say that that has been 
the hardest thing I've ever gone through in my life, but it's what taught me um, and gave me the deeper well to move forward, to love people better, to understand what true forgiveness is. And hopefully my son, you know, our kids grow up uh, despite us, no matter what, they're going to grow up. And I just hope that he recognizes um, mom, you know, made certain decisions that affected everyone, but she certainly did her best to be the best mom she could be. And that's, it's kind of, that's yeah. what I live for, I would well, say. Well, wow. Thanks for taking us down a, a very personal challenge that you had in your life. Let me ask you this because, sure. you know, so many people go through breakups, divorces, and things like this. And you mentioned the word depression. And you don't need to go anywhere you don't want to go here. But what I would love for you to share is when you identified the challenge that you were having, what were the most important steps or the one most important step you took? to help yourself move forward in the best positive way you could see at the time? Well, I may have miscommunicated in an attempt to be honest, but not completely forthcoming. But I, I didn't, it was my ex-husband who struggles with clinical depression. Um, and right. so, but the, the answer to the question still remains. What I did was I learned more about what depression actually yeah. was. There you go. I, yeah. I listened. I remember the day that I actually post-divorce I told my ex-husband, um, and, and I don't think he'll mind sharing because he's very much an advocate for for understanding, but mm -hmm. I remember apologizing to him for not being able to understand completely what it was like right. for him. Yeah. There were times these past years when I asked him, can you tell me what it was like so I can understand? And can you tell me what I could do better moving forward as a friend, as a partner, because I do hope to you know, marry again. And should, should that happen or somebody struggles in life, I need to be better equipped and take a good look at myself and say, what is my weakness that caused me to have an expectation that somebody couldn't, couldn't meet? And so that's what I've done. I've really taken those fingers and instead of pointing outwards, I've spent the last several years looking at myself, wondering, well, am I attracting a certain kind of relationship mm, and why yeah, yeah. um what is it that i really need as a mm -hmm. woman as a, a person and how do i create that and choose that and so that's really what i've done i did go to therapy i was in therapy for a few years that really did help because it allows you the the freedom and the space to be with someone who's objective and who just is sitting with you, asking the tougher questions and working through it. And so that's what I did. Wow. You know, uh, really powerful words there you shared with us. And for anyone who's not experienced that and doesn't understand, you know, especially we just came from the holiday season where Depression can really affect people uh, in a lot of ways, especially during the holidays for a variety of reasons. Maybe they lost loved ones. Uh, maybe they had terrible holidays as a kid, whatever it might be. But if you haven't experienced it, it's easy for those of us that maybe haven't hit to say, well, buck up, cheer up. What's your problem? Life's great. Why are you acting like that? It, you have to understand the whys behind it and the reasons and what it causes. And and that's the biggest lesson you just shared with us is empathy and understanding uh, that if you have people in your life that are dealing with this, identify it, find every way you can to be helpful however you can, 
Um, and don't just blow it off because it's a serious issue in anxiety, depression, all those things, uh, mental health issues, whatever they might be. And it's such a taboo word. I, I hope it's getting to be less that way in our society. The idea of mental health, uh, because people automatically think mental health, you're crazy. <laughs> well, no, that's not what it means. So. Wow. Well, thank you for taking us there. Powerful words. We're going to come back in a minute after we take a short break and hear from our sponsors and talk a little bit more about cars. We'll be right back. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for the enthusiast and the collector. It's your monthly must-read whether you dream of owning a collector car, have two cars, or 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. Plus, you'll get the exclusive SEM guide to restoration shops included for free. At checkout, use the code CARSYEAH and receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription. It's an exclusive offer from me here at Cars Yeah. I'm Mark Green, and I love Sports Car Market Magazine. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at carsyeah.com or connect with me through the Cars Yeah website at carsyeah.com. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified, and he's a car guy too. Learn more at chrisvkimble.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. All right, we are back. I'd love for you to share a story with us that instigated this personal passion you have for cars, Tiffany. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew that you were going to be a car gal? There is. I would say it probably stemmed from when I was little and my dad was rebuilding my grandpa's Mustang Fastback. Cool. And so I remember that vividly. Uh, Fast forward an additional six years, I was a teenager and I was driving in the passenger seat of my uncle, a different uncle, of his Porsche Boxster. And top down, we were driving from Vegas back to California. And I remember, I remember looking in the passenger side mirror at myself thinking this would be a great car to have one day. Tiff, Tiff. This would be a good car for you to have one day. Yeah, like this is fun. Yeah. And so that, I, I just go back to that because I didn't even know what a Porsche was when I was little. Uh, yeah, that was wow. my first experience. And then, like I said, fast forward to when I bought one and then autocross. So it all, it just happened organically. It was never planned. And I think that 
those are the stepping stones to how I got here. It's incredible. That's a pretty cool story. So I'm assuming then that Boxster is the first really special car in your life? That that would be. And then I'd say my first car. <laughs> my yeah. first car. Well, uh, first car, yeah. The Suzuki Swift. The, uh, Suzu- the mighty <laughs> Suzuki Swift. We used to call it the squash because it looked like a squash, but we used to pack it with anything we could. I was in college. We packed it with people, <laughs> with furniture. I mean, that yeah. thing was, it was very memorable. But yeah, yeah. those two cars. <laughs> the squash. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, I have a very introspective question. I'm going to get into your head a little bit here, Tiffany. I'm going to be the uh, psychologist today. If you woke up tomorrow... And you were manifested as a vehicle, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself as a vehicle. What would Tiffany be and why? That's so hard, but I actually think it has to be the 1958 356 Porsche Speedster. I would say because it's a post-World War II era, the design of it is it's simple, it's elegant, but I don't think it's ostentatious. Uh, you see it, you recognize it, but it's just, it's easy to drive. It's got a simple system, but it makes yeah. you happy. I think you just see it and you can't, can't not just have a little lighter step <laughs> in the day. That's Well, there you go. Yeah. Think. And that's the way it is when you see Tiffany, you just feel happy. <laughs> you have a little lighter step in your shoes. That's the way so. it goes. Well, gosh, you picked a car that's very near and dear to my heart, 58 Speedster. I mean, that's a bucket list car for me. Sadly, I think because of the prices, that opportunity has passed me by. But uh, they are just, yeah, that's the car I've always wanted forever and ever and ever. There was a guy on my street when I was younger. I think I was well, just starting junior high. He had a 58 Carrera Speedster. Now, at the time, I didn't realize how special that was. He was kind of the one of these bachelor guys that us little the little boys on the street went oh man what a life and i remember we used to stick our surfboards he'd give me rides to the beach to go surfing we'd stick our surfboards nose down behind those little bucket seats mm. and they'd stick up now these were short boards i was a little kid so i was riding a five and a half you know size board and i just remember and one time he let me drive that car up the street and i was like oh man i want one of these so bad and he so he offered it for sale later i wasn't even driving age yet and I I begged my parents and they just went, Hey, you want how much for that stupid little <laughs> noisy car? Yeah, now it'd be worth millions of dollars. Right? But uh oh well, oh well, yeah. Uh like I said, that time came and passed. Well, Tiffany, uh we are entering what I call the last lap. Uh I'm gonna fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of that fifty eight speedster throttle. So here we go. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? Sure. Every day, I honestly, I wake up and I tell my son five things I'm grateful for. And I thank God for another day. And I know it sounds cheesy. I know it does. But it's it's absolutely the truth. And ever since I've been doing that, I promise my days are lighter. I feel better. And I know it makes my son feel secure. You know, again, you shared another important thing here that I've learned after talking to so many people, and that's gratitude. You can't feel bad when you are grateful. You can't. Uh, Even for a split second, if you're feeling bad about anything, stop and remind yourself what is good in your life. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you start your day that day, I've been doing that for a while. As soon as I wake up, I just lay there and I think of a few things. What am I grateful for? It could be something simple like, wow, I have a nice house to sleep in, or I have food in my refrigerator. 
or today I get to talk to Tiffany Lewis. How's that? <laughs> That's pretty darn cool. So, uh, yeah. And the fact that again, you're teaching your son this very simple little trick. Yeah. And, and my, my wife did this for years with our kids when they would want things, you know, toys or whatever it is they wanted. My wife would always stop them and say, well, what do you have that you're grateful for? Mm. Be grateful for what you have, not unhappy about what you don't have. Mm-hmm. And that was another little reminder that kind of readjusted their brain a little bit and helped them realize, you know, things aren't so bad that yep. I don't have that that new Barbie in, in my shoebox of a thousand Barbies. How about if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry, living or deceased? Who would it be? Uh, it's going to be Mario Andretti. Ah, now you sent me a picture uh-huh. of you and Mario. What's the deal behind that? I got to drive with him in an Indy car, in the two seater Indy car. No way! Uh, and uh, oh, that's wow. why I would choose him because it was a, a short exchange, very short. Yeah. He whipped around the Sonoma track faster than <laughs> I can even think. But I, I just see him. I've met him several times at different events, and he's just a good soul. Uh, he's a family man. He not only would be amazing to talk to about racing and his experiences, but just about his life and the way he treats people and what he would say is success. And I think the fact that he's still alive, hey, I'm putting it yeah. out there. Maybe I can get that dinner and, and that uh, conversation with him. Yeah. So Absolutely. Well, I would love to have him on the show. He's been a tough guy for me to reach. Any of you listeners out there that have any connections with anybody with Mario, I would love to have him on the show to share his inspirations. Uh, obviously, he's a household name. He has been forever. He figured that out uh, at a very young point in his life on how to become a household name. So kudos to him. But I'll get him one of these days. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Always know how to check your own oil and change your tires. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's from yeah. the outside. As far as racing goes, I love this one is that sometimes you have to go slow to go fast. Yes. Absolutely. How about a great tip or some type of a a thing you would like to share with our listeners that you found important in your life? This could be a website, a supplier, an app. I would say motorsportreg.com because you can find out any automotive event happening anywhere in the country. And it's a great way to get plugged into the racing community and just get some information. Um, also I would, I have to plug the Hunzikers. They're awesome. Got racing shoes. Really cool. Really cool (laughs) books and and stickers and t-shirts. And they're just such a a great couple. I love them. They're great. They've been longtime sponsors here on Cars. Yeah. uh, Heather and Nick. In fact, I launched last year a TV show, Cars. Yeah. TV. And they were my second TV show. I got to go and visit them and do a show. So that's pretty darn cool. Awesome. How about a book? Is there a book that you would like to share? Something you've read that you think is uh, of value to our listeners? I do. And you're not going to be surprised. Uh, Tuesdays with Maury by Mitch Album. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of my favorites. I read it with all my students. And I just, it's just another good reminder of what's really important in life. And and, uh, don't take yourself so seriously. Yeah. Great book. Awesome. I'll remind our listeners, you can find all these great resources. On Tiffany Lewis's a show notes page, just go to carsyow.com, type in Tiffany Marie Lewis, and you'll find her page right there with all these links. All right, Tiffany, we're up to the last question here. It can be a bit of a doozy. Today, well, Christmas is coming gone, but today's Christmas for you because I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet and park it in your garage. But there are some rules to my game since I'm writing the check. One is you can't sell it. 
to buy a bunch of other toys or race cars with. You have to drive it. No garage queens allowed here. But here's the really tough part. It's the only one cool collect car that you have. So what's it going to be? Okay, this is for my wonderful, amazing boyfriend, Semper Fi. Hey, is he a a Marine or ex-Marine? He is, and that's something I didn't get to say earlier, but we also are working on a a program called uh, Racing for Vets, where we want to bring vets out and allow them to do autocross with us, and we'll sponsor them for the day. So, so yes, he is a Marine, and that's something we're working on. He's wonderful, but I asked him this question because, to be honest with you, it would be my grandpa's uh, Mustang. That's what I would want, but he knows the cool car. So here's what he he said. A 70 Chevelle Super Sport with the 454. <laughs> so okay. I would buy that for him and put it in the garage. Well, you know, this is pretty cool. And again, this is another telling tale about you as a human being. Oorah to your Marine boyfriend. Uh, thank you. Thank him for his service uh, to our wonderful country. My father-in-law was a Marine for 30 plus years. Uh, awesome guy. Uh, imagine dating a young woman as I did way back when and going to meet the parents the first time and you open the door and right in the entry is a giant Marine Corps plaque on the wall. Oh. <laughs> and you think, oh boy, yep. <laughs> here we go. Uh, but he, he was an awesome gentleman. We lost him some years ago, but an awesome guy. So again, uh, kudos and oorah, Semper Fi. Uh, yeah, the Chevelle Super Sport with a 454. Awesome. And I think what's even better about the answer here is your special car is going to be a gift for something special, someone special in your life, which is incredible. Says a lot about you, Tef- Tiffany. Um, wow. What a, what a woman. You've taken me on an awesome ride today. This has been really fun. I knew it would be being a driving instructor, uh, riding along with you today. I knew this would be safe and sound and fun and fast. I want to thank you for sharing your journey. Could you offer us one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you and that boyfriend of yours, that Marine, uh, cruise off into the sunset? I see Highway <laughs> One in Southern California. In that beautiful 70 Chevelle. I would say life is a crazy journey and full of twists and turns, but it's so much more fun in a fast car. Make it great and treat people better than you would have them treat yourself. And that's what I call the platinum rule. The platinum rule. Yeah. That wonderful golden rule we all all learn in in a Bible class when we're real little. Uh, but the platinum rule uh, definitely applies here. What's the best way for people to follow along with you and what you're doing? I'm still using Facebook at Tiffany Marie Lewis. All right. I'll make sure I put a link to that on Tiffany Shono's page. And again, if you didn't listen to my talk with Doug from Breaks, go back and listen to that show. Uh, there's lots of ways you can help young people these days learn to be safer on the road or just be able to get behind the wheel. Uh, there's so many ways to help people. Tiffany has shared just a few. You can find everything on Tiffany Shono's page. Just go to carsyeah.com. Tiffany, thanks for being so generous today with your time. Thank you. You're welcome. Your expertise and for sharing your life with our listeners. This has been wonderful. Until you and I talk again, Happy New Year to you. I'll see you down the road. Bye. All right. Hey, Mark Green here from Cars Yeah. Did you know you can now see me? on the Cars Yeah! TV show. It's a weekly visit to some of my past Cars Yeah! podcast guests, and I take you along for the ride. You go behind the garage door and into their lives, their businesses, and you get to see what makes them successful. With tens of millions of viewers, Cars Yeah! TV is making its mark. Cars Yeah! TV is available on MAV TV and Lucas Oil Racing TV. You'll find MAV TV on Direct TV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through 
Lucas Oil Racing Television online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.